0: So Jeff, when we're done recording, I want you to go onto YouTube and type in ultimate warrior ASMR.
1: (laughs) Trust me. Um, Is it the funniest thing I'm going to see? Wait, is it better than Vince Neil singing Big Mac 103?
0: Nothing is better than Vince Neil and his bad singing.
1: Uh, But
0: it's basically ultimate warrior and all the breaths that he takes between like when he's talking and they've basically spliced it all together to the point where like you'll fall asleep. It's ASMR.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know what you're gonna watch after we're, we're done recording. Oh,
1: you know I you know I am, dude.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
1: my name is Scott. Hey yo.
2: Is that a jugger product? Let's get getting- it! Jeff The green rise to the top, for oh, years, And you're listening to All of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro
1: The fully posable
0: Have your own wrestle menu with all your favorite figures Wrestling figure Made sold separately from LJN Podcast And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling
1: Hey, welcome to episode 345 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest so running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, joining us this week is the, I'm going to call you the King of the Indies podcast, <laughs> King of AIW dash 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 podcast justin summers justin what's going on man
2: hello scott and jeff this <laughs> is one sick oh damn, no actually me.
1: <laughs> did i just hit the record button on my <laughs> or play button on my phone <laughs> <laughs> justin how you doing man
2: uh I, i'm doing good it's uh honor to be finally be on here you know it's actually i think i just looked it up it was like two years ago this past week that i sent my first submission into the show
1: we appreciate every single one, man. Definitely. Uh, we were talking before the show, you, you still have that LeBron James jersey in the back Can you just <laughs> kind of push that to the side. Oh, back. so
2: I'm I'm going to put on that that championship uh, hat and shirt now. <laughs> so.
1: it's not the Browns painters cap we were just talking about, is it?
2: <laughs> no, it was it's the it's the 2006 championship hat. You know, uh, we were down 3 to 1, you know, everybody <laughs> counted us out, nobody had ever come back from that in the finals and then <laughs> I don't know, like three games later, you know, we won the championship, blah, 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 blah.
1: (laughs) Rest is history, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get it. Jeff, it could
0: be worse. It could be a Scott Norwood jersey.
1: Oh, no, too soon, dude, too soon. Hey, (laughs) I'd rather be looking
0: at a LeBron than a Norwood.
1: It's 32 years ago. That's still too soon. And at least LeBron can make a shot. It was a 46-year missed field goal to my heart, dude. is out. <laughs> Justin, any concerts coming up? I know you're a fellow KISS fan, just like Scott and I. Any concerts coming up?
2: Uh, there's actually a KISS cover band that's going to be around. Oh. I want to say it's in November. I got to double check the date. It's not, not Mini two- KISS, is it? No, I've seen Mini KISS. Oh, you have? I've, that's here's, awesome. Here, here's the fun thing about that. It was... Uh, right before a kiss show uh here locally in cleveland that was the only one i've ever been to but at the casino next door the day of they had mini kiss nice that's <laughs> awesome so i was just like we uh, me and my uh, now wife spent the day there uh before the concert and everything because it was like it was also like saint patrick's day when kiss came so it was just like i want to beat a lot of the traffic a lot of the bullshit so yeah got, got, got there early had some food gambled a little bit lost it all. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, like, mini Kiss is going to be here. Like, this is going to be fun because it's like a fun, like, little pre-show before the Little kiss.
0: pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very... no,
2: no pun intended. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> slid that right in there. I like that.
2: <laughs>
1: short set, though, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, uh, p- quite short. <laughs> if only we would have known you about 12 years, excuse me, 10 years ago, uh, we went to a mini Kiss golf course. It was a miniature golf course, but based around Kiss in Las Vegas.
0: Oh, it was a blast. Shannon and I actually renewed our vows in front of, and this is air quotes Paul Stanley and air quotes (laughs) Gene Simmons. In full in full getup too. It was amazing.
1: Why are you using air quotes?
0: Well, dude, I mean it really wasn't Gene and Paul. Like it was pretty good though. Like they were pretty good impersonations. Wait, what? Okay.
2: It was the demon and Star Child.
0: (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Wait. So okay, Jeff, we'll let you catch up. Hold it on. wasn't really Gene,
1: dude. Ten years later, I have I've been telling everybody I've met Paul and Gene, and they married. That's
0: correct. If you're going air quotes Paul and air quotes Gene, <laughs> then yes, you would be correct. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> so the best part was that uh, so we did the ceremony, okay. and it was it was really quick. And afterwards, they had randoms from the the mini golf place come into the Kiss Chapel. Mm -hmm. and they were lined up they were sitting down and as shannon and i are leaving they're basically handing us like 20s 50s singles like just basically like throwing money at us we walked out of the place with like 300 bucks from people we didn't even know it was amazing
2: so what you're telling me is i should have got married there and now where i got married okay
0: or if you want to do a vow renewal dude that it works we had a lot of fun it was it was so great
1: is it still there
0: uh they moved it i believe it's inside the rio now
1: Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. Because yeah.
0: it was off the strip uh, across the street from the Hard Rock. Correct. And they moved it over to the Rio. Last I heard, it's still there. And they basically picked up the entire mini golf course and put it over there. The cool part was they had um, like uh, an old Porsche from Eric Carr. Uh, they had a bunch of Kiss memorabilia there. It was a really cool spot. And of course, they sold Kiss merch. Uh, but just it was I didn't have a full bar there. It was just an awesome experience. Very cool.
2: You're, you're telling me they had Cars' car?
0: They had cars car.
2: Yes. I did not learn my A, A B B C C's. God, <laughs> God damn it. Damn it. <laughs>
0: God damn
1: it. I was just about to say that. Damn it. <laughs> you always win the host with
0: the Mitch reference.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Justin, why don't you get your plugs out of the way, man?
2: Uh, of course. You could find myself at J Summers330 on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. You could find my show, Wrestling Cheers on uh, facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers instagram.com slash wrestling cheers you can find us on apple podcast google podcast stitcher tune in youtube spotify iHeartRadio, radio pandora amazon music and podbean wrestling all from the top of the head but basically we talk about the northeast ohio independent wrestling scene i do interviews too which th- always don't necessarily have to be a northeast ohio independent related a lot of times it's other people like i did have They'd have Jeff on early last year. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, I tried to do interviews different than other people. A lot of people, they do these like kind of like I call cookie cutter interviews or job interviews where it's just like, oh, you're a wrestler. Like, what was your first training? Like, well, who's your favorite wrestler? Like, I try to do some homework on people. So it's like, oh, I know you like this. Let's talk about this. Or I know you're you're a fan of this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. So like it it just adds more to a conversation instead of just like there's so many wrestlers out there or so many podcasters out there that like if you listen to any podcast that has wrestled the same wrestler, it's just like the same thing over and over and it can get very boring.
1: That's like when we go up to wrestlers, I like to come at them with a different question. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: one time I was talking to Savio Vega about him doing a house show in San Jose where he told Mosher Thrasher that they effed up during the match and he got the crowd to chant. They effed up at Mosher (laughs) Thrasher of the headbangers and wrestlers hear the same questions from fans all the time. Hey, what's your favorite match? Hey, if you could go back and wrestle one person, it's gotta be tiresome, you know? And then Mm -hmm. you, if you come at him with a different question, then all of a sudden they kind of perk up a little bit. Like I asked Finn Balor about his Lego collection. He perked up, you know? So anyways, I see what you mean about asking different questions. I'm trying to think of questions for Ricky Henderson and Bo Jackson this week.
2: Yeah, the thing that I do too at the end of mine is like I do this segment called Faye Five Questions. And it's like questions that I've built up over the past like handful of years that it's interesting to hear what people have to say on it. And like majority of them aren't even like wrestling related. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like- Adam's family or the Munsters? Um, Adam's family. Sausage or bacon? Ooh, bacon. What's your favorite video game console? What's your favorite uh, game show?
1: Oh, uh, whammy. Uh, No whammy, no whammy, stop. Pressure luck. Pressure luck, thank you. There you go.
2: The thing is with that question is, like, there are so many answers that you could pick. Exactly. Because I think a lot of us think like classic game shows. But, you know, I just did one recently where someone went on Nickelodeon, like, and they have a fair share of uh, game shows, too.
1: Okay, now I've got to ask Ricky Henderson or Bo Jackson favorite cereal. I got to give them a fave five (laughs) question.
2: One of the only wrestling questions I have on there is uh, deathmatch wrestling or comedy wrestling. Ask them that one. I don't know if I can go down that
1: road, man. (laughs) <laughs> uh, if you guys want to go back and listen to our podcast, just do a Google search, just type in fully posable wrestling figure podcast into the Google machine. And then that will come right up. You can listen to our past shows, any of them go over to Podbean, Of course, you can also head on over to pro wrestling teaser, what and f- by any of our shirts, if you want to send any audio questions like Justin Summers does or any questions at all, send it on over to fully posable WFP at dot. Cobb. Justin, have you picked anything up recently?
2: See, like when it comes to like figures, I haven't really got a lot because I've been kind of not buying as much. I did get in just yesterday my uh, new generation ring. Oh, you got Ace. Yeah. um, uh, Spoiler alert for later on. uh, Is my call or my uh, email going to be played for the listener segment?
1: Mm, I thought you were going to have
2: a question for us. So I was just... Well, because there's, I, there's two things that I mentioned in there. And one of them is I'm highly thinking about selling mine. Okay. And and part of the reason is because late last year, like the month of my wedding, I finally reconnected with my long lost sister that I haven't seen since I was a baby. Wow. Congrats, man! thank you. And she lives in San Antonio and I want to sell it to put it towards a plane ticket to go down there. So I'm, I'm up in the air, whether I'm going to sell it. Like at first when they were going for like highest I did see was like 800. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ooh, like that's like, that's a plane ticket for me and my wife to round trip to get, to get there. I want to do it. I've seen, they've gone down and I'm like, uh, yeah, they've dipped quite a bit. Yeah. So it's like, uh, do do I want to go a different route? Cause I have thought about throwing out a GoFundMe to see if like people want to like help me in in this type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's right now sitting in my dining room, unopened because if I sell it, I'm selling it like as is. And I I don't know what's inside.
1: What's the price has been going for recently.
2: I think I've been seeing like about 500. 500? Yeah. That's yeah. Between
0: four and five people have Mm -hmm. actually dipped a little bit. Like they're not moving right away Mm -hmm. and people will drop it to like 450. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's kind of where it's hovering now, but you're right, Justin. They were about eight when they first dropped. And I actually know somebody that sold theirs for seven.
2: Yeah. Like I, I'd even, I would even take seven. Yeah. Cause that, I think that's a little under for like a round trip plane ticket, but it'd be like, it. I the rest comes out of my pocket. Fine. Yeah. So uh that's where I am. That was part of my thing. So I did get that in yesterday and I, even like, as soon as I actually knew they were dipping, I was like, Oh, I kind of want to open it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to look at it, but <laughs> I want to sell it. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's a tough one, man. What, I, what i've been collecting though is and i've talked about it before in some of my emails is that uh like physical media mm-hmm. i've been buying like cds and records um before i went to an aiw show on saturday there was this record store right down the road that i i wanted to visit and i picked up two johnny cash albums on cd like two of his later ones that were released on uh, american records and uh, a buddy holly vinyl but then other stuff like i've been working on my kiss collection uh trying to get that physical media like, as i am because like lately i've been going through the whole entire catalog because like, i haven't really become a kiss fan until recently so <laughs> i I like i knew the hits and i like i knew like album names but like i couldn't i didn't really ever listen to a lot of them all the way through minus destroyer because i love destroyer
0: mm-hmm. destroyer is really good yeah
2: oh that's such i it's I your favorite to that whenever it is my favorite okay And I I just actually I think like the one album that like I own the most copies of on different media. Like I own a few different versions on CD. I own a few different versions on vinyl. Uh, I own a a cassette version. Nice. (laughs) So I've been going through these albums and like listening to them multiple times to like really get familiar with them. And right now I'm up to Revenge. I'm about to move on to Alive Three. And unplugged, which live albums, I'll listen to ones because it's like I can go, they're, they're basically greatest hits. Unplugged like, is great though. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of great things about Unplugged. So I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to that one. So I've been buying like kind of like them as I go and I've been buying them on cassette, CD. If I can find them on vinyl, I'll buy them. But like those are like, I don't want to say they're harder to come by, but it's just where we are right now with physical media is crazy to where like I have a store really close to me and it's called The Exchange. Like in this, it's a lot in this region. Like I know they go as far out to Chicago. There's some in Pennsylvania too. So it's like in between this big area and it's kind of like a thrift, I don't wanna say thrift store, but like a, a pawn shop type of thing, but no pawn, but like people will come in, sell stuff, but you can buy stuff that are new too. And I've seen prices on things that are used like at a high price tag, or it's just like, whoa, I did I didn't like I didn't expect it to be that high for example uh, I have no shame I'm a huge fan of Spice Girls their movie Spice World used at this place 50 bucks what Whoa. yeah luckily I own it already so it's like <laughs> wow <laughs> but seeing that price tag it's like oh shit and then um, the real ghostbusters box set which I have an X got it for me for Christmas. And I want to say when it came out and might have been around a hundred, I think if I remember correctly, $400 oh, price tag on that thing. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, I'll walk through this place, see this, like see CDs movies and everything that I own that have these high price tags. And I'm like, Oh, do I want to sell them? Or do I want to keep them? Cause I really like them, but I could use the money. Shit. What am I going to do? When, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's where I've been mostly lately, just buying like stuff
1: like that. Have you ever heard of ASMR? Yes. Okay, so I just found out about it because of Beavis and Butthead just recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth, dude. But I was watching a video on Instagram, and they were talking about '80s kids ASMR, and it was just a quiet noise, and it was somebody popping open the blockbuster casing. Okay. It was somebody taking a tape out of the cassette you know when you pop open a tape yes yes they were doing a lot of those uh, a lot of the uh, record buttons like when you would have Mm -hmm. to record on the tape recorder it would Mm -hmm. be that so it was asmr for 80s kids and i'm like oh this is great so
0: jeff when we're done recording i want you to go onto youtube and type in ultimate warrior asmr
1: (laughs) (laughs) trust me um is it the funniest thing i'm gonna see wait is it better than vince neal singing big mac 103
0: nothing is better than vince neal and his bad singing uh but it's basically ultimate warrior and all the breaths that he takes between yes. like when he's talking and they've basically spliced it all together to the point where like you'll fall asleep it's asmr
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great dude yeah i know what you're gonna watch after we're done I, recording oh, you know i you know i'm dude <laughs> uh scott real, scott real quick what is your favorite kiss album
0: uh, Creatures of the Night,
1: Creatures of the Night. Okay, got yeah, it. top gonna, to bottom. It is a good one.
0: I love that album. I love the original cover. I love the glow effect that's on it—that blue with the glowy eyes. I've just—I've always loved that cover, even though Ace is on it on the original, and he didn't mm. actually play much on the album at all. But it's something about the cover. The music is where it should have been for the Elder, for their quote-unquote yeah. return to rock. So Mm -hmm. that's easily my favorite Kiss album. Top to bottom, it is so solid. But Destroyer is so good too.
1: You know, what's funny, Justin, is you were just talking about physical media. And there is that nostalgia feel when you go through an old VHS store or old that type of Mm -hmm. thing, you know, CD, tape, that type of thing. And there's that nostalgia, just wave of emotions that just come over you. And you're like, this is great. Like you're back five, six, seven, eight year old Scott, Jeff, you know, stuff like that. And it just puts you back into a happy place. Like what you were saying, that $400 tape of Ghostbusters or box set. I don't blame you for not wanting to get rid of it because that's like your childhood right there.
2: Let me unlock a piece of uh, nostalgia that you probably forgot about. It unlocked for me like a while ago. I can't remember what movie I was watching. I was watching something on VHS. Now. You're putting you're putting in your VHS it's all the way at the beginning you already have the VCR on the TV on so you just got to hit press play and go mm-hmm. so you you hit play screen's black and then you hear like push button tone
1: just I don't remember that one do
2: you Scott Mm-mm. I remember this more maybe I because certain things I would watch but they would have like just like really faintly you would hear like these like Touchtone tone sounds. Interesting. But like, like like someone just hit redial on a phone.
1: So for for us, like the only thing I remember is the heads grabbing the uh, the tape and spinning inside. That's the only thing I remember hearing. And that's ASMR for me right there, too, man. <laughs> but,
0: and Coliseum video music.
1: Oh, the Coliseum. But well, I don't remember touch tones though.
2: If if I can find a clip of it on the internet on YouTube, I'll we'll send you guys a send send you or I'll find a VHS myself. <laughs> Cause like, as soon as I heard it, I have a friend who's big into like selling VHS. He actually just opened his own uh, VHS store in Mount Juliet, uh, Tennessee. And I was just like, oh my God, I forgot about this. And like, he knew exactly what I was talking about. To where it's just like, he's like, yeah. And like, I think he explained like what it was. Cause it was just like, as a kid, I'd hear it. I would think, you know, touch tones on a phone. Okay, whatever. But as an adult, it was just like, oh my God, I forgot all about this.
0: And what a time to be alive. In 2022, a VHS store opened.
2: That's insane. He sells, I will say he also sells a little bit of like DVDs, Blu-rays, but like, hey, actually he, he sold me and I have it over here and I got to sit down and watch it. Actually two things. Uh, One is Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park.
0: Is that the bluish cover with Peter and Gene on the front?
2: I don't have the cover face. I want to maybe say yes. I think it was a. Okay. It might have been like a TV movie or something. I, I was just watching something that talked about. it. I'm like, oh, I got to sit down and watch this.
0: Oh, yeah. So you've never seen Kiss Me, Savannah. No. So. Oh, <laughs> boy, are you in for a uh, quote unquote?
2: Treat. I've seen <laughs> I've seen clips of it. And I, I, I actually just watched the uh, the old VH1 behind the music on them. And they showed clips uh-huh. of it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I got that whole thing. I still got to watch it. Damn it.
0: Yeah, wait till you see the uh, stunt double for Ace.
2: Oh yeah, they <laughs> in, pointed in they the... pointed that out.
0: <laughs> wow, didn't even <laughs> try to hide it. <laughs> it's just like screw Ace, he didn't show up. Here's some dude dressed as him. It was hilarious.
1: I like how you told Justin that you are in for a treat. That is <laughs> oh hilarious. yeah, a treat, quote unquote. Scott, have but, you picked up anything recently? Wait, Justin. Oh, got, I'm sorry. I
2: got, I got I got one more thing cuz I said two VHS tapes. The other oh, one is and it's sealed so it's like I don't want to open it. It's the uh VHS for the Kiss My Ass Compilation nice. cover album, which I have the I have the the CD, but the the VHS of like I guess like videos they made for all of it or what, yes. whatever it is. Yep. off him and it's sealed and it's just like, "Oh, I don't want to open it." If he has any Coliseum home videos, I think he does have some, but depending on what they are, I might have first dibs on them. Because I, I do want to buy all the original release WrestleMania VHS tapes. Like, not the, like, oh, this is the compilation box set. Here's the ones the that came out there, like, like, the, like, when they were like, all right, now available on video. I want that version.
1: Scott, have you
0: picked up anything recently? Uh, just the retros. Got my hands on them retros.
2: Yeah.
1: Were they still available today? I know they were available last night when I went to bed, but I forgot to check today.
0: Oh, I don't know. Uh was shocked that they weren't gone within about three hours, actually.
1: Same dude. Same. Yeah. Cause
0: the last batch that fell the, uh, the Piper, the Orton and so on, Mr. T uh, that one stuck around for about three or four hours. Okay. And this one, yeah, I was checking yesterday cause it went live nine o'clock hour time, by the way. Thank you for reminding me. Cause I would have completely blanked on that. No problem. Um, as of about three o'clock yesterday, uh, they were still available. So that was six hours in. They were still there. Wouldn't surprise me if they were still up. But uh, man, love that Heart Foundation. Love the Jimmy Hart. Still want to know if Nikolai's hat comes off, but can't wait to get that set. Are you
1: going to find out? Or are you going to pop one open just to see? No. Okay, my man. No. My yeah, man. They're, they're staying on
0: card, dude. I'm not opening the retros. Uh,
1: you better not, dude.
0: <laughs> that was my plan originally because we had opened all of our Hasbros. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to open all the retros and then... It Once was, I had like the entire set, I was like, nah, never mind.
1: It was bad enough sitting in your room that night and opening up He-Man figures.
0: That wasn't bad. You enjoyed I, that. I
1: did actually. I
0: did. You wanted to fill that detolf. I've never seen you clean anything and you had like the Invisiglass going. You were wiping it down. My house is spotless.
1: <laughs> minus a couple spots over there. But um, it's funny. We were talking about with GBM not getting our rings last week. Monday, dude, two rings show up right on the porch. Luckily mom was here. She had to stop. Oh, good. She had to stop by and she grabbed the rings. Good. So I had checked the tracking and there were two tracking numbers on there. And I was like, okay, so I guess those are the two rings that I'm getting. The two rings will be here. I thought they were going to be here Wednesday. They actually showed up Monday. So I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. Cool. So I'm at work and an email comes through and it says uh, shipments on your way. And it's from Mattel creations. And I was like, I did order a third ring. Like I was so stoked. I was like, I knew I did. Did I you could've... order them all at the same time? I think so. No, no, no. I separated them. Oh, you did. Okay. I ordered the, I ordered two at the first launch of it. Okay. And then I ordered another one before the early bird special was done. Ah, before the macho man cut off. Exactly. Okay. So I'm at work yesterday and it says a uh, shipment's on its way. And I was like, Oh, what's that? And sure enough. It was the third ring. I was like, I did order three. Cool. All of a sudden my cameras go off and there's a, FedEx driver dropping off a box right on the porch and mom's out in Walnut Creek. Uh-oh. And I am I look at Eric and I'm like, dude, I know we're slammed right now. I've got to get home, dude. You got to go. I got to yeah. go. I'll be right back. It's going to be about 25 minutes. I'll be right back, dude. Yeah. You
0: don't need 500 bucks walking away off your porch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? So, yeah. I got home, dude, because I was pre- I was like panicking all the way home. Like I had my camera up the whole way home.
0: <laughs> I'm going to yell at a fool. <laughs> Where's that speaker button?
1: <laughs> uh, I got home, obviously. I had the third ring. So also I do- I did double check and I do have the machos coming. I've got three machos coming. So
0: yeah, I panicked yesterday too. When I- and we'll get to this in the news, but uh, I'm solid as well.
2: Justin, you good? I have not gone and double checked just yet i know i gotta do that but i i should be good because i got it i know i got him before the deadline i got the day of
1: uh and i mentioned earlier scott and i are meeting bo and ricky this weekend bo jackson and ricky henderson oh and jose canseco and jose
0: canseco let's not leave him out and jose which is hilarious because ricky henderson's autograph is like 125 bo jackson's like 175 jose canseco $25 (laughs) $25 <laughs> any item. Like, it's not it... even varying pricing for like a baseball or a helmet or a eight by 10. It's $25 for anything. You want a picture? $25. You want a baseball sign? 25 bucks. You want an inscription? 25, but like everything is $25.
1: Are you getting a picture with them?
0: Yeah. I was thinking about getting forty forty 40 inscribed. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. But yeah, it would. But like, I, I loved Jose so much as a kid. Which, you know, I had like that huge six foot by six foot poster of him up on my wall. Yeah, Mark. I I know. (laughs) I know. His fellow Bash brother.
1: Uh, Uh, Hey, I like what you did there.
0: (laughs) I have to get a photo with Jose, dude. I have to. Like my two favorite players, I think growing up, well, in two different sports, it was Canseco in baseball, and then it was Roenick in hockey. I got a picture with Roenick a few years ago when the Sharks hit the Stanley Cup finals against the Penguins. And I've got to get a picture with Jose.
1: Dude, you got to flex with him, dude.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea.
1: Why not? That's a good idea. Getting that Hulkster hug pose, dude.
0: Or my tank top. <laughs> Roll in. Hey, <laughs> dude, most muscular. Let's do it.
1: Yeah. By the way, I will be getting Bo Jackson's McFarland signed where he was in the Kansas City Royals. And he's in that batting stance. And I'll be getting the Ricky Henderson signed where he has all the hats And he's in a base stealing pose. I'm going to get those signed in paint pen.
0: Nice. So do you want me to look for a Ricky starting lineup or you're just getting the McFarlane? I'm just getting
1: the McFarlane.
0: Okay. You don't want to drop uh, three bills almost on two Ricky signatures. Don't want to drop three bills
1: on (laughs) two Ricky signatures. (laughs) I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Let's head on over to the news. Let's start off with Mattel. We'll go with the Mattel creations, macho man that we were just talking about. So someone did ask Steve on the message board. So this is for everyone who got in on the early birds. There's some folks wondering now if the early bird macho man's are only per order and not per set. I ordered six all way before the deadline and curious if I'm going to get four now, because I ordered three in a single order and three more singles. Can you give some clarity? Steve said, and this is for everybody, as I said, it's per set ordered before the early bird deadline, not per order. If you ordered before the early bird deadline, you should be fine. You'd have the email confirmation and order number to back that up. It's currently looking like Macho will be shipping sometime in September.
0: Oh, super quick then. So people might get them along with the uh, the no holds barred
1: set. Correct. Nice. And okay. on top of that, you guys can go on to Mattel Creations and go into your portal and check to see because they have started putting Macho Man in people's um, profiles, I guess you could say, as stuff you've ordered previously. So like my new gen rings were there, um, which I didn't check because I don't like to look at my emails. I like to be surprised as I always play that game. (laughs) What a Jeff buy for Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) And so anyways, your Macho Man early bird specials, if you got in on it, will be there.
0: I didn't play around. I hit the panic button and I called their 800 number. And I actually talked to a person and I was like, I just have to know because I'm starting to get a little worried because I was two days before the cutoff uh-huh. and I didn't want to chance it because people were saying I made it in before the cutoff. I have the email to prove it. And they told me I wasn't on the list for a macho man. So they had to fix it. And I was like, Mm-mm, not chancing it. I'm only in line for one. They sure I get that one though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was the phone number 1-800-909-9900? <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: no, <laughs> it should have been.
1: Do you know the number for Mattel
0: Uh, off the top of my head? Well, here, hold on. Let me check my phone. We're going to do this live, pal. Uh, Okay. So it looks like this one was placed by me. Okay. Looks like it's 800-858-0102.
1: And if some chick answers and she says, are you ready for a good time? That's not Mattel.
0: (laughs) Oops! Sorry, listeners.
1: One <laughs> 976 dot dot dot. That
0: also costs you five hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Eight
2: six seven five three zero nine.
1: I know her. <laughs> All right, I did pull some other questions from the Wrestling Figs message boards. This came in from Ctm eight one four. He said, "Steve, please advise when will we see the Andre the Giant in the suit reveal." Love this pics, but want to see the real product. Steve said we still ha- are a few months away from images being ready. I haven't even seen a physical sample yet. God, I can't wait for that figure.
0: That's oh, so good, dude. I, I love that they did one on the rock and wrestling,
1: dude. Right?
0: That is just a deep dive that I just I respect the hell out of Mattel for that.
1: The pink shirt is just
0: anyway. Yeah, now that's probably not the one I'm gonna get. I don't want to buy a duplicate just because it's a chase. I've never really been big into the chase or the variant, whatever. Right. But man, if, if I'm going to break my rule for one, that might be it just to have rock and wrestling Andre. And I just tore the cross off of Hogan's chest, Andre. And the Luger. Don't forget the Luger variant that you got. Well, right, right. Because that one fits more into the Luger I'd want in my collection. Right. Like more of that late eighties, early nineties. That's why I wanted that one specifically, but I mean, aside from it fitting into like my specific thing or my specific era, I want to collect. Mm -hmm. I just, as a rule, I don't go crazy over variants or chases or anything like that.
1: Got it. Yeah. Justin, out of curiosity, did you watch Johnny Gargano's return to raw?
2: No, I did not because I did not see that coming. I haven't watched like WWE like that in a while, but when they were in Cleveland, I was like, he might be coming back. So let me, uh, Let's, let's see what he does. And no, he didn't come back. And I was like, oh.
1: It would have been the perfect time for, but they chose totally. Tor- Yeah, they chose Toronto, but it's still a great ovation for him.
2: I, I think the place would have went nuts for him.
1: Oh, but, Cleveland would have gone crazy.
2: But when I saw Dexter Loomis, though, I was like, oh, okay, That's, this has to be coming down. Like, Johnny has to be on and that. And I kind of figured he was going to go back to WWE. It's just when? Mm-hmm. And then when Triple H took over, I was like, okay, it's definitely coming. And he's a dude that just likes to, you know, surprise people.
0: And what's your take on that? Like, are you happy he's back in WWE? Did you want him to go to AEW? He's main roster. He's on Raw. I mean, there's some I, exciting matches he could have. Like, I would love to see him against Finn, but what's your take?
2: I'm I'm happy to see him do whatever just makes him happy. He's a dude that I've, I literally watched since 2011. And like, I'm actually happy to say that I have all of his WWE figures They did release, you know, uh, some bendies of him. And now I'm like, shit, now I got to buy more. But uh, (laughs) I mean, mean, I'm lucky too. where I live, where like on Father's Day, he did a a signing at uh, a toy store. And I brought my Candace uh, LeRae figure and I happened to get that signed for free because she was just just there hanging out. And I was like, I don't know if I want to bug her about it. Because I I did get a heads up that she was there because a friend of mine had got there early. And said something i was like oh and i grabbed my canvas figure and i went smart and then when i got there like she was with the kid she was in the corner and i'm like i don't know and i was, like, I was talking to my wife and my friend about it and johnny's mom walked by and she was like just go and <laughs> such a sweetheart." And i was just like i'm like okay if mama gargano says i can't i to go do it <laughs> so uh went and went and got that sign for free so i thought that was really cool with that and since then he's you know he did a aiw show just doing an autograph signing he's still got he's going to be at toy Hi-O, supposedly, uh, in October. So I have another chance. So
0: he'll have his bendies with him.
2: I hope so. I thought he was going to have it at the, the AIW show he was at, but instead that he had his two basics. Oh, interesting. It was the last one. So that it was, I found out later it was because uh, the owner of AIW bought them. So like it was part of his merch table. He could sign them, blah, blah, blah. And they'd probably get the money. But bottom okay. line was he had the regular and chase. And I was like, I need those. All right, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, how much are they? They told me. I'm like, how much signed? They told me. I'm like, all right, I want, I want the regular, uh, not signed. And I want the chase signed. So nice. I got those. But like, I'm so proud of the dude for even just to get to where he he got and doing the whole bet on your your uh, self thing. He's just hands down uh, an awesome dude. Got to, even got he to really like, is getting a chance. Like we were like uh, talking a couple weeks ago about like how how nice of a guy he is. I know firsthand experience, like just over the years, but easily like one of the nicest dudes, like like him, Steen, like that's another dude.
1: The way that you're talking about Johnny is the way we used to talk about Kevin Steen.
2: Totally. And, and those two are, are so much alike. Like my favorite shirt that I have, there was a brief time where Johnny and uh, Steen were tag team partners, but they never officially had the match that they were supposed to. And they were called, they called themselves Panda Express. I every time like it came for like a match that they were supposed to tag in something happened. Like, I know, I think uh, one of the bookings, Kevin Owens daughter was born and he was just like, obviously he's got to cancel. So blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's just like, I have this tag team of like two two of the nicest dudes and they're a tag team that never officially tagged. And also I'll throw this out too. Cause it's just, it's how much I love Steen is he's given back so much to like my local company, AIW, because he loved the short amount of time he was here. And like, we had one of the owners of AIW pass away back in 2017 and like Steen gave money, you know, for the funeral expenses and all that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of times you will catch interviews where like, he will like shout out Cleveland and AIW. And like, he, he's one of those dudes that doesn't have to do it, but he does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I'm with you guys uh if i love him but then also if you're like, you see that with Steam, like it's the same thing with Gargano.
1: And that's the way Gargano was with us a couple of weeks ago at Stockton StocktonCon. He was just so nice, man. He was great with everybody. He did have his bendies on the table. Uh, he was selling those autographed. Don't remember the price. I can't remember what Cody said, Scott. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what he had said. But he had those on the table. And just honestly, a nice guy. He did say, he goes, I'm here for a few hours. And then he goes, I got to catch a plane. They're like, oh, where are you headed to? And he's like, I can't really say.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now this was prior to toronto See, too, if you would have i mentioned this to you through text like if you would have mentioned my name he knows me by name like um in his independent wrestling uh last match like he gave a speech like i was like one of a handful of fans that he like called out at a, at a particular part that like you know like no way not saying goodbye to but like just mentioning like certain fans oh that's, that's awesome cool. so yeah he, he like if you just like, yeah, I know Justin Summers. Like, he'll know exactly who you're talking about.
1: So that's you, awesome. So dude. he recognized you right away when you met him at that uh, little card shop or toy show type deal, right? Oh yeah,
2: like it was. It wasn't like, hey, like, what's your name? It was like, long time no see. I mean, I I, I have a joke with him. It's like, oh, nice to meet you, because like, obviously, I I know who the hell he is. So it's just <laughs> like, so we like we joked about that, but. Yeah, he, he knows exactly who I am. Next
1: time you go up to him and go, "Hey, what's your favorite match?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's talked about that in an interview. Uh, I think it was it was a live art of wrestling that they did in Cleveland where he understands like when when you come up to talk to wrestlers that like some people are just intimidated, they don't know what to say and, you know, starstruck. Yeah, starstruck. fair way to put it. And cuz like I think he mentioned maybe an interaction he had with Foley back in the day where, you know, it's like you, you get up there and like you're intimidated, and you just like, uh, how, how was the hell in the cell? Don't know what to say. And he knows that. Uh-huh. So, like, I know he sympathizes as a fan who went through a lot of that to where, yeah, like he, he knows you're going to be like that.
1: Where well, you're going to be starstruck. Yeah let's go back to the notes uh this comes in from killer grooves he asked um having the new gen ring any chance of releasing a different version of the ring without having to wait five years between each release seriously i love this ring so much i want to replace my wicked cool toys attitude era and nxt rings with mattel raw smackdown main event rings in fact i would buy a reissue of the new gen ring just to have extra pieces in case i break something on the original that's how much i love this ring Uh, Steve said, yes. Now that the new ring parts are tooled up, there's a good chance of seeing future scale releases. I don't, I don't think we do a new gen again, at least anytime soon, but golden era is on the table. Love that. I knew you
0: would love that. And dude, if they put LJN skirts on it, even better. Oh,
1: they wouldn't be able to that. Don't have the rights to do that. You could dance around that. They could make it happen. Dude. Something very, very close. The next question came in from Chaz, not the wrestler Chaz, who was played by Th- Mosh, not Dak Chaz. Thank you for clearing that
0: up, Jeff. I really thought that Chaz, the wrestler, sent in a question for Steve Ozer.
1: Dude, you did too?
0: Like I, totally I, it, did. Like, I yeah. had did.
1: I really had to decipher. Thank I had you to for pe- letting me know. I had to pick this apart, dude. That's
0: why you're the host with the most. You take care of us, dude. I don't know about
1: that. <laughs> Is there an end game in place for the superstars line? As in, it will eventually end like the Hollywood Motu lines. Or is this something that will continue alongside the main lines going forward? I feel like these are some of the most impressive looking collectible action figures in a long time. I think in terms of collectability and nostalgia, these blow lines like the retros out of the water. I also agree from the cartoonish appearance, accessories and packaging. Steve says, glad you're enjoying them. Bill Benneke puts a lot of love into designing these and it shows it's been fun to continue to collaborate with him. There is no and time frame in mind for the line, which makes me extremely happy. For sure. I personally hope they live on for years, but ultimately that'll be up to the performance and retailer feedback. So if you guys see any Bray Wyatt's, Ric Flair's or Hogan's on your pegs, buy them up. Man, so no end in sight, meaning probably three years. We'll see if there's no insight, because, because usually lines are about one to two years.
0: About that, yeah, because the Masters yeah. line ran what three? Yes.
1: three, years two, two three years. Okay, so yeah, so around there.
0: But man, they're not going to run out of names, right? Like at some point with the Motu line, you run out of the crossover appeal.
2: Yeah,
0: right. Like you're just making stuff up after a certain point. But with this, yep, uh, you have an endless pool to pull figures from or names from. Like this thing could go on for a long time. Yeah. And I agree, it is better than the retros. 100% agree. I'm not a huge fan of the $20 price point. I'm more a fan of the Motu $15 price point. And I would actually probably be picking and choosing more names to add to the collection if they weren't at 20 bucks. But again, even at that $20 price point, you're definitely getting your money's worth. With today's pricing on figures, definitely getting your money's worth.
2: All right, look, Scott, we, we got to talk about your uh, hatred for Hasbro figures. That's That's the real reason I'm on here. <laughs> so,
1: so that's um... why you like these figures better. <laughs>
2: That that is completely unacceptable behavior. <laughs> no, uh I'm just letting Justin go all in. <laughs> I, I, I like both lines. Like I'm not I wasn't a really He-Man person, but I will admit, like I only own two of those, the crossover ones, and they're the macho man. But seeing like the style for just like the superstars, it's like, ooh, like these look really cool but i do kind of really like the retros because i do have that nostalgic part of me that threw up with the hasbros and now i'm seeing them come back
1: and we know scott's hatred for hasbro so we know why he chose the uh, superstars line (laughs) justin called you out dude it's (laughs) never gonna end never (laughs) travis breaker hoker dude none of them will ever let you live it down man i know i've got
0: the stink (laughs) on me now
1: (laughs) he's got the poo on him (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's move over to Powertown. Okay, so the news is going to drop tomorrow, 9-2. There's going to be more news, I should say. But the big news is, is that High Spots is going to be distributing these figures, and there's a chance they will be up for pre-order starting September 6th, Monday, September 6th. Is so- that more
0: comforting for you, Jeff? Knowing that, I mean, because High Spots has been around for a long time. Does that make you feel
1: better about the line? It does, dude. Yeah, for sure. And the reason is, is that there's, there's movement now. Like there was so much talk to it, just all this building up and we're signing thousands and thousands of people. And it's like, okay, that's great. But what else is, you know, how can you sign thousands of people to these contracts? You know, because it sounds like you're kind of setting up
0: for an over promise under deliver scenario, which is never good. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so now that we actually have high spots as a distributor.
0: Yeah. I'm hearing a $45 price point.
1: There is a rumor going around. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah.
0: And then there's like bundle packages. Like if you get bundle packages, that's where you get the $45 pricing. Otherwise, they're going to be more, which now you're inching into that Super 7 territory. So I don't know, man. I mean, it was already going to be a pick and choose scenario. You could kind of already see it. But as nice as that packaging is, you had to know you're starting off right about 40 bucks.
1: Lucky to be 35 that Magnum TA with that U S title. Oh, the fact that they have the rights to some of those belts. Yeah, dude, I'm waiting for AWA. I W a, I don't know who they would do with the AWA tag team belts. Maybe they do a Doug Summers or buddy Rose and put the AWA tag titles, but I want those AWA tag team titles so bad, dude.
0: Oh no, for sure. If they get the rights to those, that's definitely game changer for the old school collectors or the people that just want those in their collection. Yeah. Um, the Brody to me, I think is going to be the best seller in the bunch
1: mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. I
0: think a lot of wrestling figure collectors they want that really amazing looking Brody in their collection. Yep, because he just what figures has he had? Not many, you know. You can count them on one hand. That
1: part is true.
0: Yeah, so I mean, he had the the newer uh, Junk Shop Dog, right? Exactly. He had a uh, class of superstars, and that's it.
1: So yep, on one hand, unless you have. Two fingers then you can't count on (laughs) are you going to jump in on magnum
0: undecided i honestly i don't think so and i don't think so because i already have his mattel it's already signed okay and i'm not trying to double up i'm not going to open them i don't know how i would display it like the brody is going to be a standalone display on his own i've already got that figured out the rest of them honestly i think brody's probably the only one i'm picking up
1: out of that All right. We need to get into the nostalgia segment. And who did Justin choose or what series did Justin choose this week? You'll find out after this. Before we get into the nostalgia segment uh this was my little goof because my show notes are out of order which we had a good laugh at before scott went and peed on, <laughs>
0: how do you know i only peed ah i see what you did there don't assume my bathroom time
1: mint on card image for series 17 legends also went up you can find these on twitter it's hbk aj Ken Shamrock and Dingo Warrior. Those were also shown off. I forgot to throw that into the new segment.
0: Is that a full set purchase for you, Jeff? Or are you only taking home a few of those?
1: Taking home three of four.
0: Three of four. And that would be?
1: I'm not a big Shamrock guy. Even, okay. though, he's, he, even though he's the variant, I'm not a big Shamrock guy. Like, okay. I, I kind of dug him back in the 90s, but eh, I'm definitely going to HBK aj and dingo warrior i gotta have dingo dude that's oh, that
0: dingo warrior is just so good
1: it's the first offering of the dingo warrior right ever 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 yeah it's so good all right i think my notes are back in order
0: i hope
2: so (laughs) i hope so
0: (laughs) at least you remembered to record this time
2: i know (laughs) well the backup for that is i'm recording on my side so he had no excuses no matter what
1: are you recording our tracks as well
2: Uh, Well, they're not separate tracks, but I'm I'm, I'm at least recording something for you guys. Like my track will be separate. (laughs) So if
1: if Jeff really screwed
0: the pooch this week, it'll be the fully posable show brought to you by Justin Summers.
2: Pretty much.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Before we get into the nostalgia segment, we also want you guys to head on over to wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. Over there, you can find almost every wrestling figure ever made over at wrestlingfiguredatabase.com. But this week... We want you guys to go back to the WWF section, head on over to the Hasbro section. We want you to look for those beautiful, beautiful red card Hasbro series eight and follow along as Scott reads off this list of the greatest series ever in wrestling figure history. That is that wrestling figure database. Don't you stare at me, Scott. It's debatable. <laughs> it's debatable. Why are you giving me those death stares?
2: Because you said it about a Hasbro line.
1: <laughs> oh touche well done good improv i like what you did there <laughs> but again head on over to wrestling figure database and follow along justin do i even need to ask why you even chose this series because i mean it is the greatest series of all time of any wrestling figure series ever it trumps ljn trumps any other hasbro series jacks mattel anything this is the greatest series ever made
2: it, it, it trumps anything that scott likes we know we know that's that's hands down <laughs> Um, I knew I wanted to do Hasbro's like, that's my uh, nostalgic set uh, or nostalgic series that I really love. But like my story of collecting Hasbro's is a little different. Like, I only ever bought four in store. And they were Undertaker, Bret Hart, Punching Hogan, which a lot of people hate on, but I really really like it. Compared to the other Hogan's though? because it was one of my first figures. So I'm, I'm nostalgic for it, for that purpose, for I really like got gotcha. it. Uh, and uh, Purple Trunks Razor. Those Ooh, are the o- only four I ever got in store. And I can never remember which one I got first. Cause I want to say I got those different weeks, but I always say like main four of those two and all of those four. Then sometime after that, like right when, you know, you weren't really getting Hasbro's in stores, a friend of my family, a kid uh, who had gotten older, had a box of Hasbro's, the ring complete with flag and belt, every figure that was in there, which was, a, I went back and looked, there was a lot of series one, series two, maybe some, a little after that, but like if it had an accessory, it was with it. Wow. So Whoa. like uh, yellow or blue ring Uh, blue. And okay. it was also uh regular corner post. Okay. Oh, okay. Cause, Cause I'll actually get into this quick story of like, when I learned that there are different corner posts and like how it blew my mind. But, um, I had like that box. So it's like, do I, do I want to do one of the early sets? Like, no, like, I think one of them was done recently. Then like looking at the four figures that I got, those are from different sets. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I really want to do that one either. I don't want to do green card cause that'll just make me cry cause I'll never get them. <laughs> <laughs> I picked red because it includes my now favorite Hasbro figure that I bought in February of 2020. And the guy I bought off a friend of mine, like all his Hasbros he was selling, he bought mint on card and just opened them for display. So he was selling them and like these things were so minty. I mm-hmm. love it. And then like, obviously I benefited from prices going up even higher afterwards. Yeah, Uh, real quick before I forget how I found out about the other post I was I had some VHS and it had the commercial early like before whatever event it was that had showed the ring and I saw that there were platforms on the other ring. I mean on that ring and I was like, wait a minute, were mine broken off? It's like I didn't get I didn't get it new. How did this happen? (laughs) <laughs> I I luckily had a friend that had one And he ended up giving it to me Wow so I, I had two Hasbro rings All these figures And I don't know what happened to them When I got older I don't know oh. if my parents got rid of them Or like there's a lot of stuff that got thrown away In one of our moves that I got That we had when I was about 19 And like one figure that I know I had I know I ramble too much But anyway um, I had Dusty and I've looked how much that costs now. And I'm like, son of a bitch, I, I really want that one. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, dude.
1: So you oh, never man. had Dusty? Uh,
2: no, no, I had Dusty. Oh, okay. Like as a kid, like I ha- had it back then. Got it, got it. But now looking at the price to like rebuy them, because I've at one point I wanted to like buy all the Hasbros up until green card, because I figured that was going to be easier to manage. Right, And Then pandemic happens, everything skyrockets, and it goes, well, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to buy the rest of these.
1: Yeah. Well, be patient, man. Things are coming down. Yeah, They're dipping a little. They're dipping a little, so should be good. All right, Scott, why don't you read off? I know it kills you to read off Hasbro's. Apparently,
0: it kills you to read off that uh, Powertown's going to do mini-mashers, too.
1: <laughs> hold on, my notes aren't in order. Hold up, hold up. checking the notes, checking the notes. <laughs> Hold on! Oh, it's on a Hold different. Hold on, Steve page. Ozer papers are coming through. <laughs> Out of order, paths are getting easier. Oh wait, no, that's different. Steve <laughs> Ozer papers.
2: If if we have the rights to them, we'll. Nope, nope, wrong nope, page. Nope, nope, that's
1: not. <laughs> no, we'll talk about those next week. Anyways, what's for Hasbro Series Eight?
0: Yes, sir. Hasbro Red Card Series Eight consisted of Bam Bam Bigelow. He had the Bam Bam Slam. Jeff's favorite figure of all time, Brett the Hitman Hart, had heart attack action. Mr. Perfect in his blue singlet with perfect plex action. The narcissist Lex Luger with the narcissistic knockout action. The Undertaker with coat with the tombstone tackle action. And finally, the late great Yokozuna with sumo smash action. And he had the red belt or I'm not sure what you call the the sumo bit that goes around the waist. Black pants, but the red belt that goes around? Uh, it's called a sumo bit. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, so this would be unlike his variant that came out later, or the repaint, I guess you could say, with the white, what was it, Jeff? Sumo bit?
1: Sumo bit, yes. Thank yes. you. You're welcome. Uh,
0: he was not packaged with a dragon walking stick, surprisingly.
1: Um, Dude, I will never get that.
0: <laughs> and that rounds out Hasbro red card series. All right. Sumo bit.
1: It was a sumo bit. It's like, just like what you called it.
0: Thank you, Jeff, for clearing that up for us.
1: You had spot on. I got my brother's back on this one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Justin, what was your favorite figure in this series?
2: Okay. Now, I did say the reason why I picked this is because it contains my favorite Hasbro now as an adult. Okay. Side note, my favorite before this was Series 2 Warrior because as a kid, that thing was so jacked. Like, oh, yeah. It's hard not to love it. But I uh, actually, I want you guys to guess because I actually, actually have it sitting right in front of me. Oh. I, will, I will reveal it, but I want to know if uh, you guys can guess.
1: Okay, it's your favorite figure of all time?
2: Favorite Hasbro figure, at least of all time.
1: Favorite Hasbro figure of all time. All right. It's weird because I'm you're, you're such an independent guy that I don't really know you for <laughs> WWF stuff. So I could say Undertaker. Scott, what are you thinking? What are you thinking over there?
0: Thinking Yokozuna.
1: You're going Yoko? Man, I'm going Yoko. Man, I keep thinking Taker. Because he did mention Taker earlier. Maybe it's Bam Bam. And that Taker comes with the coat. All right, I'm gonna lock in Undertaker. You got Yoko, Scott?
0: I got Yoko.
2: All right, Justin. And the winner is Scott. It is Yoko Zuna.
0: Nice. Isn't it that that's such a great figure?
2: That in like. There's so much so beefy. Yeah. It's I I always described it. Like once I got, I was like, it's like a rock. Yeah. Like soon as I picked it up, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm buying it. And like ever since then it's been hands down my, my favorite Hasbro.
0: That's our era's LJN King Kong Bundy. Like that figure is just so mammoth and you had him in so many matches because he was like the big man Mm -hmm. that your face would always go against. Right. He, he was just like the perfect heel, the perfect foil to your champion. Such a great looking figure too. Like they absolutely nailed Yoko.
1: And one thing we have always mentioned is this is kind of right around where we started to stop playing with action figures, stop playing with action figures. I should say Yeah, that we started displaying them. Like I had this dresser in the bedroom and we started displaying it, but Yoko was always in the middle of that ring. Like Brett was always toward the forefront. Taker was towards the front of the ring. When you would look at the ring, but Yoko was always in that middle of that ring, and it was always that Yoko too. It, it is a beautiful figure. I mean, it, it captured Yokozuna as best as it could for four four plus inches. And that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and I don't even
0: need to ask who your favorite is, Jeff, out of this one.
1: Oh, it's the greatest figure of all time.
0: It's the it's your opinion, the greatest figure of all time. I use a solid seven. Um, I think my favorite is Bam in- Bam Bigelow.
1: how do you know (laughs) sunny oh no that's allegedly allegedly Bam
0: Bam is my favorite out of the set but one of my favorite and Justin I'm so happy you brought the red card series to the table we have a lot of figure collecting stories Mm -hmm. right this is one of my favorites because we had no idea so our Toys R Us stopped um, uh, selling WWF Hasbro figures right before the series came out So we had the previous series. I had all of them. And we had no idea that there were more coming out. Our friend, or I should say at school, it was at that time, Jeff's friend, Nathan, he told Jeff, hey, dude, there's this toy shop in Castro Valley. They've got a red card series and they have Lex Luger. So Jeff gets in the car because I picked up Jeff from school every single day, parked at the vet center. Jeff ran across the street, jumped in the truck. He goes, dude, you're not going to believe this. There's more Hasbro's out. I go, bullshit. No, there's not. I would know. <laughs> and he's like, no, dude, they made Luger. I think Nathan said there's a Mr. Perfect. There's an Undertaker. I go, nope, you're full of it, dude. I don't believe you at all. He, and then Jeff goes, they're at Castro Village Toy Shop, which I had shopped at Castro Village. We had shopped the Castro Village for years and years. Knew the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, knew the owner, the whole bit. So I go, okay, if I drive all the way to Castro Valley and there's no figures, you're walking home. it would have taken jeff a day to walk home (laughs) so in in heat of the day traffic we drive out to castro valley we park get out of the car we walk into to village toy shop the cool thing about village toy shop is they had an end cap that had all of the latest boys toys on it right so all of the like whatever the the big action figures at the time were ninja turtles Uh, Yeah, it would have been Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, Power Rangers, I think, were out at that time. All of the hot stuff was on this end cap. Right when you walked in the door, it was facing you. What's hanging up? Red card Hasbros. Wow. I had no idea they were around. And it was funny because I recently recorded with Breaker, and we kind of talked about being surprised when you walked down a toy aisle as a kid Mm -hmm. and seeing something you didn't know was coming out. And that's not around today because of the, the information that's right at our fingertips. And back then, it was such a cool experience to hear a rumor of something, go to the toy store, and then boom, it's right there in your face. He had every single one of them, thankfully, because we couldn't have gone anywhere else to get them. Yeah. And at that moment, we talked to John, you know, we picked them all up, rang us up, and they were about $3 higher than each figure was about $3 higher than what you pay at Toys R Us. But the fact that we had first access to them, totally worth it, because I gave John my phone number. I said, if you get more of these in, call me and every series after that he'd call me, put the case behind the counter, he'd wait for me to come in and I from that series on I was opening a fresh case of Hasbros pulling out every single one that I needed and ringing them up right there and it was incredible but this series sparked that because without without knowing about this series that the red cards had come out Castor Village wasn't one I went to a lot because of their high prices but had Nathan not said anything, we would have missed out on this and the yellow card and all the ones that came out after it. So just one of our cool collecting stories.
1: And I wish we uh, would be able to jump in the DeLorean hit 88 miles an hour and go back in time. So we can buy all the cases that John had. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, get more dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and then it'd be awesome to have a DeLorean too. But
0: anyways, also that. Yeah. Yes.
1: Uh, Scott, what was your favorite figure? It's Bam Bam. It is Bam Bam.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely. I mean, I'm a huge Bam Bam Bigelow fan anyway. Uh, him and Vader are like one in 1A, one best big man of all time, my opinion. Uh, so the fact, they just nailed Bam Bam so great. Uh, it was cool to also see them take their stab at Bam Bam because LJN, I thought, had done such a great job with them mm-hmm. that it was cool to see Hasbro also take their shot at Bam Bam. And I think both companies just went above and beyond with those figures. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow in the LJN line is one of my favorites ever. And this one is one of my favorite Hasbros.
1: Uh, side note, Justin, Scott still made me walk home, even though we found the <laughs> fire. No,
0: your five took you to burrito shop afterwards. Oh, you're that's right. It.
1: Oh, that's right. You did take, take me to a burrito shop. Never yeah, mind. We went
0: home and ate burritos and opened up our Hasbros and watched Royal Rumble.
1: <laughs> that's actually a fact.
0: Yeah, probably 1991, if I had to
1: guess. Let's go over some eBay prices. Undertaker last sold eBay listing was August seventeenth for three hundred and seven dollars on fifteen bids. I'm Man. wondering, I'm wondering if that's going up in price because he's doing a lot more signings now. Mm, so a lot true. of people, a lot of mm-hmm. people want to get this signed. Just a theory. So you
0: had mentioned that Undertaker, kind of to go off topic a little bit, but talking about signings, um, I wonder if if it's going to get s- to like such a fine point with autograph signings. To where it's not just if we're signing a figure, it's this much. If it's signing a specific figure, it's this much. Like Undertaker, for example, like, okay, you want your Hasbro signed? That's $60 more. Oh, you want this, this random Mattel Undertaker signed? Okay, that's an additional 30 Like, I wonder if it's going to come down to a specific figure that's going to cost more money to get autographed.
1: Well, wasn't it GBM last week that said... Taker signing more for his rookie cards or not signing his rookie cards or that's
0: what kind of sparked it in my head that, okay, so you're now you're d- differentiating between cards. How long before that starts to hit our wrestling figures? Good point. I, I don't know, but I hope I didn't just give them an idea.
1: Yeah. Hopefully you don't. <laughs> uh, Jeff, please don't edit that delete out. that from the show. I'm going <laughs> to edit <laughs> that. I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> in case you're listening promoters. <laughs> Scott's favorite figure, Bam Bam Bigelow, last sold eBay listing, July 27th for $260.55 on 18 bids. Brett Hart, last sold eBay listing, this was a mint card. Last sold eBay listing was August 24th for $331 on 26 bids. Do you remember during the pandemic, one of those went for $1,200? Oh, a mint card. Um, Same exact figure, went for Twelve hundred bucks during the pandemic. Yokozuna last sold eBay listing August seventeenth for one hundred and eighty dollars on a Buy It Now. Lex Luger last sold was July seventeenth for three hundred and seventy four dollars on a Buy It Now. Hmm. And the late great Mister Perfect last sold eBay listing was August twenty seventh for ninety four dollars on fourteen bids. Ninety four. Ninety four. Wow, under a hundred bucks for a red card. It's the greatest series ever made, dude. It's so beautiful from the card to the pictures that they used for the figures on the card top to bottom. This is beautiful.
0: So the fact that your favorite wrestling figure of all time is in this series has nothing to do with your opinion. that This is the best of all time.
1: It puts it, it puts it over the top. Okay. So not only is it the best Bret Hart ever made, the Luger is fantastic for Hasbro
0: should have been the American Luger, but given the timing yeah. of everything. It, 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 I understand why it was the narcissist. It was probably already done. They changed course on Lex's character, and they're like, "Oh, just release it."
2: I can't believe how much it went for. Like looking at all these range, yeah, yeah, three, like the most of uh the entire line. Like, yeah, that blew my mind.
0: It's a really and, good Lex, though. <laughs> yeah, I, it is really good.
1: I also want to point out there: there are two figures from this series. In the Fully posable Fig Life Hall of Fame. Oh, there's two. Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect was voted in by the listeners.
0: That was a fan vote. Yep, gotcha. Yep.
1: The proof is in the pudding with the Hall of Fame right there, dude. He's got two Hall of Famers.
2: Did Did any of these go up and have like um, like one graded?
1: There was an Undertaker graded. That was, I believe, it said 85, 85, 90. Oof. That was a buy it now for 3300 it, oh, good Lord. <laughs> wow. <was, laughs> it was lined out. So it looks like he accepted a best offer. So I I don't know. Like Scott mentioned last week, we don't know what those offers are. Unreal. It's quite a bit of money right there.
0: Man, talk about unlimited round trips to San Antonio, Justin. That's uh <laughs> Oh,
2: God, yeah.
0: Man, if you could only have one of those in the collection, you'd be set, dude. That's crazy. But you know what? Graded. Like, Jeff, that's why you kind of talked about getting your limited Jax figures the classic superstars graded because Which, you can sell it for X, oh, Yeah, you know, or you get it graded. Now you can just, not that you're ever going to sell them, but it's kind of cool to have those in the collection. Like here's a stamp of how good it is.
1: Now, if the flare nets me as much as Jeremy Padower says, it will net me. Then, you know, I can talk. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Since Justin Summers is on the show this week, we are going to do the listener segment.
2: Justin, do you have a question for us? By the way, um, and it actually fits for where we record, how we're recording tonight. I should say uh, tonight. Me and my wife, we watched uh, an episode of uh, Big Brother. She's a huge fan of the show. She got me into it, and like watching these these random people just come into this house, you know, studio house, whatever. But still, like they come into it, and most of them are like longtime fans. So like, they're just having this moment where they're finally walking into this place that they've only seen on TV. So my question is, what set of a TV show would you like the ability to be able to walk on set? Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be something like that that is uh, somewhat of a quote house. It doesn't have to be like the actual full house house. Like I'm talking like set, like what you watched on TV just to be able to walk around and experience it for me uh, i did say mine is kind of a, a one b i should say is be able to walk through the office of the office i think that would be really cool but uh, i was a huge fan of the show scrubs and i'm really sad that they tore down the hospital that they shot it out of because it was literally the whole hospital was used for like 95 percent of the show so be able to walk around the floors to like oh well. Here's like the actual floors of the hospital that were the hospital. Here's shady and Turk's apartment. Just like, I think that would have been so cool. And I thought they could have turned that into a museum for scrubs to like preserve it. But no, they, they tore it down, which that's fine. But I I thought that'd be so cool.
1: Okay. Hmm. So uh, I would say the married with children house.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking, Jeff. I have two. That's one of my two.
1: Okay. Okay, Can I guess your other one? Go ahead. Shit's creek rosebud motel oh
0: that's a good one dude but no 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 it's not that
1: okay um let me see if i can guess the other one. Oh god what tv show did you used to watch all the time punky brewster the apartments silver spoons where he had the train that went through the <laughs> you're getting me
0: back for the moesha thing aren't you
1: shut up shut <laughs> up you used to watch
0: moesha do the little dance in I- your room and
1: I was like Beavis doing the shoulder shake. (laughs) (laughs) I told you Beavis and Butt Enter to make another appearance on the show. Okay. uh, What's the other one?
0: Uh, For me, it's the Batman 66 set, Mm. the Batcave specifically, and even Wayne Manor. It would just be incredible to walk through that because that, to me, like that was my childhood show. I would go out of my way. Mom would make sure I was always in front of the TV when Batman 66 came on. And Adam West, Burt Ward, like that is my Batman and Robin. So to be able to walk through Wayne Manor in the Batcave would just be incredible to me. But Married with Children is one of my favorite shows of all time. And being able to walk through that house uh, would be extra bonus points if Kelly Bundy was actually there too. Like 89, Kelly Bundy mm. could be walking through there. That would be awesome. Uh, it doesn't have
1: to be, just the house was so cool. And also we have to have the mystery pack of what was in the food that was in the refrigerator when anthrax was on oh good point yes do you remember that's when they're they, right. they like dad won't even eat the mystery pack
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> but what a great show because bundy was on it too they had anthrax uh gilbert godfrey
1: was uh, on a couple of them oh who's that comedian uh sam kennison. Yeah, sam kennison yes um king kong bundy king kong Bundy was on it yeah bundy um oh
0: gosh uh bobcat gold yes He was one of Peggy's relatives. Yep. And just uh, an amazing show. So, and that set was just so great. And to be able to walk through the Darcy's house too, would be cool. (laughs) Just uh, two of my favorite shows of all time, Batman 66 and married with children. So I'm right there with you, Jeff.
1: Can I throw in one more? I had to three's company. Ooh, that's a good
0: one. Yes. The
1: the apartment walk through the apartment. Okay. That's the other one. That's my last one. I promise. That
0: would be cool. Yes.
1: Or sit in the Dukes of hazard car or knight rider oh. just sitting in the cars not like sitting in a set or anything just in the cars there's a picture of
2: you in the Night rider car dude
1: yeah there's also a me giving a thumbs up with david hasselhoff but it's a cardboard
2: cutout that's the thing with like cars like you can recreate the cars like no matter yes. almost no matter what it is i say almost because i'm also thinking like 89 batmobile that's gonna be a little harder for you to recreate but nonetheless like you can recreate the the delorean that's been done uh generally even the the Ecto one, mm-hmm. but like a TV set, like that's a lot more detail. Oh, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Married with Children was our jam when we were growing up. Oh, totally. Yeah
0: absolutely like that was one we like went out of our way and made sure the family was sitting like what a weird one right like the family's all gonna watch married with children as <laughs> offensive as it was but like we loved it we thought it was hilarious like dad loved it too it was great i think nope. mom was probably disgusted at the time but Dad loved it mom
1: was probably playing tetris at the time or something
0: on the original game boy you're right
1: or playing columns on sega genesis one of the two
0: yeah if we asked mom this question she would say magnum pi
1: yeah and it has to have tom Selleck on the set
0: tom Selleck would have to be on set
1: she loved her some
0: Tom Selleck. Yep. In fact, the same day that you got your picture taken with the David Hasselhoff cutout, mom got her picture taken with the Tom Selleck cutout. I remember And one that. of the friends that we were with went up behind the Tom Selleck and put his index finger in a very suspicious place. And that figure <laughs> or that that picture is out there somewhere.
1: <laughs> it's not on the internet, is it?
0: I don't think it's on the interwebs. No.
1: Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Considering it was before the interwebs. (laughs)
0: Yes, way before.
1: uh, Justin, thank you for that question, man. Man, I'm trying to think of other sets, like Baywatch's Beach and stuff. Uh, That'd be cool. Or Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bane wouldn't like that because Bane hated Friends. Well, you didn't like the Office answer because you hate the Office. I don't even know what the Office is. (laughs) (laughs) It's blocked from my memory.
0: (laughs) You take as much heat for that as I take for putting the Hasbros down. Shunned. <laughs> Just like, oh, it's the seventh best sitcom of all time.
1: I wouldn't even rank it that high. All right, anyways. Wow.
2: Oh. Ouch. <laughs> 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 all right, let's talk about Slim Jim Macho Man now. So it's your right. turn, Jeff. <laughs>
1: I I put Slim Jim Macho Man higher than that show. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Justin. Thank you for that question. Thank you for the nostalgia run of that. I did ask Green Skirts to send in a trivia question this week. All right. All right. He says good evening, Jeff with one F. Scott and Justin backed by popular demand. It's time for the ring skirts trivia showdown challenge this week. I came up with a fun question, but the answers are a bit debatable. You could get your Jerry McDevitt on and argue some answers. So have fun. One thing that went hand in hand with the era of the WWF when Hasbro's were released was the glorious occupational gimmick. Therein lies the challenge. Can you name all of the Hasbro's wrestling figures where the character had occupational gimmick? I count 18. Good luck, gentlemen. Ding, ding. Okay. So IRS is number one.
0: Okay. That's I'm actually pen and paper in hand. I'm jotting them down.
1: Okay. As a Viking. Is, is that an occupation?
0: That is not an occupation.
2: I don't say that it's an occupation. That's no. not our, but okay. a repo
0: man is an occupation. Uh,
2: yes.
1: Okay. Repo. Uh, is a million dollar man?
2: <laughs>
1: is that an occupation?
2: Uh, I I know an occupation. Dumb that- Mountie. Oh, yes. yeah. There we go. Big boss man. There you go. Time to cheat and look over at my Hasbros.
0: Okay. is this, a, a sumo wrestler would be an occupation.
2: Yes. Uh, I happened to look over and first I was like, oh crap, not a real occupation, but uh, you know what is an occupation? A clown.
1: Yes. A clown. Oh, there you yeah. go. Okay. So as of right now, we're up to six and there's 18. Undertaker. Yes. Man, it's like they're over your shoulder, Justin.
0: <laughs> are cowboys <laughs> occupations? I think it is.
2: Oh, uh-huh. I think that we we might get debatable because like you could just be a cowboy, but like,
0: We'll put them in the maybe column that if we like run out of names, we'll shovel them in. Okay. So smoking guns are going over in the maybe.
2: Uh, how about a barber?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. So we're up to eight. We have to have 10 more, 10 more razor did not have an occupation.
0: No, he was just, uh, okay.
1: So series one million dollar man, ax smash,
0: Jake, Rick rude, twin towers. We've already got boss, man. Akeem did not have an occupation. (laughs) (laughs) professional dancer i don't know
1: that's debatable
0: (laughs) kamala was not an occupation
1: oh el matador
0: el matador yes okay uh rick martell he was a model
1: okay so okay so three six nine so it's ten. so we need eight more
0: convict was not an occupation nails
1: right
2: i would say that's not an occupation not an occupation okay
0: yeah dusty rose was a plumber
1: <laughs> he was the common man. How about we put that in the maybe pile? Okay. Birdman? An occupation? Mm, I think person, we're
0: stretching it at this point.
1: Person that wrangles up birds.
0: <laughs> to quote the great Norm MacDonald. This man is for the birds, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh geez.
2: <laughs> well done. Thank you. Is uh does does demolition count as SM sex workers? <laughs> <laughs> That is a legit question.
0: <laughs> there is a lot of leather and, leather and studs. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who was in the purple cards? That was DiBiase, Steiners.
0: We already got Doink.
1: Doink. Head shrinkers were series 10, so that doesn't. I wouldn't say head shrinkers were an occupation.
2: I'm I'm wondering if we're getting into the debatable parts, like do we count the bushwhackers as sheepherders? Hmm.
1: I'm putting them down. Debatable.
2: They didn't come out as the sheep herders.
1: Do they have to fall into the WWF gimmick though?
2: I would think it would be what they were de- depicted as. Yeah. Does honky talk man count as an Elvis impersonator? He was
0: a musician. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Honky's on the list.
1: Well done, Justin.
2: Thank you. Hasbro collection.
1: Virgil was okay. Virgil. Because he was a bodyguard,
0: right? Because he was a bodyguard. But the the one that came out was him in his singles run when
1: he didn't have.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I'm was... gonna
1: put him in the maybe. Okay, because right now we have five six in the maybe. Right now
2: is the Macho King an occupation? Oh yeah,
0: I'm okay. gonna say yes. Okay, so that's twelve.
2: I will say I'm happy he asked Hasbro because if you'd have said LJN, I would have been out on this question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we might have to pull in some of the maybes
2: okay i still
1: okay.
0: say cowboys is they, an occupation
1: technically they could be wranglers
0: like they work on the ranch yeah and around on their horses
1: that's i would say that's an occupation mm-hmm.
0: okay so i'm putting billy and bart over there
1: okay uh actually sorry we do have breaking news uh powertown said head over to our instagram to hear the full announcement, spoiler alert pre ordering will go live September 16th and figures will be sold for $45 with bundles available. Who's excited? Sorry. Okay. Just, sorry, Nate. I just had to throw that in. We just got breaking news.
0: Nice. Okay, good. So $45 is what
1: we're talking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: i can't with you sometimes
1: <laughs> will you stop okay. oh. <laughs> there you go that voice sounded different than my brother's <laughs> okay so the question is is dusty roads
2: i i don't think that was a gimmick i mean occupation
1: because he was a garbage man picking up garbage in the vignettes son of a plumber
2: yeah but being son of a plumber isn't the occupation
1: that's true but he did. yeah, he did all the vignettes doing plumbing work. Ooh, that one's debatable. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, Dusty's like right in the middle between like no and did definitely we,
1: in. Did we agree with Virgil being a bodyguard? No, he's still on the maybe list. I'm saying Virgil's a bodyguard. Virgil's a bodyguard? That's an occupation. Justin?
2: Um, I'm going to toss up here. I, I think he should have gave us the, this is how many there's definite but there's this many that are questionable. So we <laughs> yeah, get that over. are
1: very questionable. We've got 14 right now. So we're four short. Three, well, technically four of them would be over on the maybe side, which is Virgil, Sheepherders, slash Bushwhackers, Dusty Roads. Yep. That would be the four
0: to complete our list, right? Correct. I always wish that we could hear what happens on Sunday when we go through this. To hear the listeners screaming at the radios, like,
1: what the hell? Yeah. He did say the answers are below.
0: Oh, so he gives you. Yes. Okay, but don't look at that list yet until we need to confirm if our names are going to be like, yes, we're putting these names in.
1: He said, no cheating, you train swinging, hot dog tartar eating, no <laughs> opening your figures, jerk. I kid, you know, I love you. I think he's talking about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sick bird. So is Coco a bird handler? Is Jake a snake handler? We're going to throw those out, right? That's a no. I would say no.
2: When do we get to the point where we want to look at a list? Because it is ironic that recently I did go to uh, English Wrestling Figure Database, and they have that checklist of all the Hasbros. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I and I saved the picture like literally days ago, so I know I could get it up really quick. That's what she said. <laughs> especially when i use our next sponsor blue chew no i'm kidding
0: <laughs> <laughs> warlord is not an occupation right no. warlord is not an occupation a warlord is not an occupation
2: see that's what i'm my mind is like it's those like weird ones that we're just flat out overlooking like we've named a lot of the bigger characters
1: well technically brett hitman oh okay okay
2: i feel like that's a one of the debatable ones
0: I'm, I'm gonna add them to the maybe list
2: i mean mm. is the the legion of doom count as football players
0: <laughs> <laughs> they did have shoulder pads
1: okay i think we're kind of stretching on that one honestly guys
2: no <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's definitely a stretch
0: well i don't know man i'm i'm kind of stuck so we got 14 and then we've got one two three four five names in the maybe pile
1: So you guys want to check Nate's answers?
0: Yeah, let's start going one by one, though. Yes. Don't reveal the whole thing. Just do one name at a time. Here is Nate's answers.
1: Big Boss Man.
0: Okay, I'm crossing them off the list.
1: Check. He was a corrections officer. Brutus Beefcake.
0: Got him. Barber.
1: Honky Tonk Man. Professional musician. Okay. Oh, crap. I knew that was going to happen. Sergeant Slaughter, drill sergeant.
2: Son of a bitch.
1: Well done, Nate.
2: Nope.
1: <sighs> Iraqi sympathizer is not a career. <laughs> that is not a career. But he's a sympathizer.
0: Uh, that is not a career. <laughs> oh man! But he was not a drill sergeant in that one. He was like heel slaughter, right?
1: Hey, Nate sends in the answers. It's it's Nate's rules. Hmm.
0: All right, I'll put Slaughter over here as a miss. Undertaker. Yeah. Okay, scratching him off the list.
1: He was an undertaker.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jeff.
1: You're welcome. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> IRS. Okay. Internal Revenue Service agent. Is that what that stands for? You're on fire, dude. That's what it says. I'm reading <laughs> You're so smart. I'm I'm reading to the book. Oh crap!
0: Oh, see, uh, this is gonna
1: happen again. Skinner alligator hunter alligator hunting
2: guide i knew there's gonna be someone like weird that we weren't thinking that that's it
1: alligator hunter is an
2: occupation dude okay
1: well in that case i'm putting Shawn michaels on the list because he was
0: boy toy (laughs) that is an occupation
2: we'll see if
0: that's we'll see if
1: that's in the baby
2: (laughs) you were able to buy them at your local toy store where they had all the boy toys (laughs) exactly
1: exactly yes
2: (laughs) the mountie okay yep
1: Virgil, boxer slash unemployed bodyguard. Okay, so okay. our
0: maybe was in. Okay, cool. Yep.
2: El
1: Matador.
0: Very good, Jeff. You got that
1: one. What? What was he? He was a Repo Man.
2: Oh wait, <laughs> no, he's a
1: bullfighter. Sorry, I okay. read down one. Oh, next one's Repo Man. By the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh Bart and Billy Gunn. So okay. Yep. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Yokozuna.
0: All right. Yep. Doink. All right.
1: Okay. So Nate puts down this is the gray area, but I'm going to count them. Papa Shango, professional witch doctor, master of the voodoos.
0: I go with that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. This one is interesting. This one's gonna be debatable among all of us. Razor Ramon. It's subtle, but he's basically Scarface, right? So cocaine dealer.
0: That is definitely gray area. Cause I mentioned razor. I was oh. like, he doesn't really have a career, right? Well,
2: that's, he was Scarface. That's, that's not really a gray area. That's a, a powdered white area, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to go there next. Like he wasn't dealing coke in his vignettes. Like if he had been doing that, I'd have been like, okay, yeah, that's definitely an occupation.
1: Why you got any cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay, they- I'll
0: put razor in the miss.
1: Okay. Now, this is where he says debatable, but wrong. Dusty Rhodes. I know in his vignettes, he had pretty much every blue collar job, but I'm not convinced that his character ever really had those jobs. Okay. Next one, Jake the Snake Roberts, possible animal handler, but I'm pretty sure Damien is just his pet.
0: Yeah. So I
1: say no points there.
0: Right. And agree. Same on
1: Coco. This next one is interesting. Rockers. Don't count. You could argue they are rock musicians as well, but I have seen no evidence of WWF programming of them being in a band. I assume them to be more rock fans than live the lifestyle.
0: Yeah. Van Hammer would have made this list. Rockers. No.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Who's the other one? Man Mountain Rock. Man Man, Mountain Rock.
2: Let's say Man Mountain Rock. Yeah.
1: And last one, Bret Hart. Come on now. I get that Hitman is technically a job, but I don't think Brett's character was ever believed to be hired murderer. <laughs> touche, Nate, touche. But he was called the excellence of
0: execution. <laughs> okay, speak. what about the model?
1: Did I skip over? I've skipped over a lot of stuff tonight, so I'm trying Jeez. to... Jeez. Okay, wait. Doink, Yoko, Billy, Bart, Repo and What Man. about a
0: king? Macho king. Justin had that one.
1: Undertaker, oh Rick Martell, yeah model, he was under Undertaker. Okay,
0: Rick Martell, and what about Macho King?
1: Macho King is not on here.
0: King's not an occupation.
1: King King is an occupation. Hmm,
0: I think Justin has
1: a number nineteen. I think he does. And what at Taco Bell is the number nineteen? Uh, the Mexican pizza actually comes back on the nineteenth.
2: I, I, I was going to say diarrhea, but you know, tremendous <laughs> motto. <tomato. laughs>
1: Both are correct, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, well, ju- well done, because you said Macho King. Nate, thank you for sending those in. The gray area, I will say, Razor was not, but for sure the Papa it? Shango for
0: sure, yes, yeah. Papa Shango sure.
1: is so definite, yes on that one. But I
0: do debate Slaughter because when he came out. I believe that was still heel. That was around like 92. I think that figure came out.
1: But, but- if you look at that figure, it's drill sergeant.
2: Yeah, it's it's drill sergeant.
0: Mm. That was like face slaughter then.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, face.
0: like 80s face. Okay. Okay. And Skinner, I don't know, man.
1: Uh, Skinner, he's right. Animal handler, I agree. Okay. So, all right, Nate, you got us again. You sneaky, sneaky one.
2: And I I want to say thank you for sending something in this week because it wasn't necessarily my idea like just to be a part of it uh, of this because I love love being able to do it but I love that I was able to be a part of it And I did pick this segment because like that's how I'm always on the show so let's let's uh, I'll pay it back to that way and like got to do uh, one of these questions
0: and it was Hasbro's not
1: LJN's yes thank God <laughs> or Remco's
2: <laughs> now if he would
1: have done wrestling buddies. I don't know how he would have done it, but yeah, that would be a tough
0: one when you've only got what eight names. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which, which wrestling buddies had championship belts. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) There's, there's three
1: million dollar man, Hogan. Warrior,
0: Warrior,
2: Warrior. Where? Thank you.
1: Thank you again, Nate. We love you, man. Uh, And we're going to round out the questions with Josh Thompson. Say Jeff and Scott and Justin JT here back with that weekly question this week. I wanted to ask, When Hasbro signs a deal with the MLB, what baseball players would you like to see be made in the rebooted starting lineup series? All right, I'm all in on this question. I'd like to see Bryce Harper sporting a retro Phillies attire and Ryan Howard with the home run derby trophy he won in 06. I'd like these figures to be made so I can get them for my dad, who used to collect starting lineup figures and still has them mint on cards somewhere. Speaking of starting lineups, we might be getting some of those signed by Jose Canseco this weekend. Fingers crossed. I don't know how strong of a comeback starting lineups will get, but I hope my dad can get them again. He's been looking for a hobby and looking to get healthier. And I'd like to get see him get wallet heat from buying starting lineup figures <laughs> as opposed to buying cigarettes. <sighs> All right, J- JT, you're hitting our feels with this question. Okay. I'm going two legends, two currents. You're not going to go six in the first line.
0: Okay. We can go six in the first line. Okay. So Uh, then I'm going to go three legends, three current.
1: Okay. So three legends, three current. All right. So Otani trout.
0: Uh, I was thinking Otani judge.
1: Otani trout and judge. Those are the three. So two angels. Uh, Dude, you've got to have trout and Otani Uh,
0: save trout Otani judge and
1: Acuna. Hmm.
0: How about a pitcher
1: pitcher? Uh, I mean you could go DeGrom, you could go Scherzer, you could go Kershaw. Um, DeGrom.
0: DeGrom judge even though Otani's both Otani swinging a bat,
1: the variant would be Otani pitching. Okay. The regular be Okay, so now- you're going
0: variants now.
1: Oh, I'm going variants. I'm all over the place on this one. Okay. Okay. All right. Now three legends, you got to have Mays, Ruth, and Bonds. Perfect.
0: <laughs> that's a pipe dream dude bonds is not going to get an action figure there's no way how about hank aaron
1: all right i could go hank aaron
0: yeah i think hank aaron is a way safer play for them to, to release in series one than freaking barry bonds dude
1: what well, the greatest hitter of all time
0: <laughs> look i'm not disputing that but there's a lot of people that would gripe about him being included in series one.
1: Stop laughing at me. Suck it, Trebek.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Bonds, dude. And I agree with you. It'd be phenomenal to add, but I I really have a hard time seeing him getting an action figure ever.
1: Do you remember when we went and saw him hit number 68 in that season? He hit 73. God, that was awesome. We were walking up and we got to the top because the whole stadium went silent. And you knew when that stadium went silent, bonds was up.
0: Yeah. And our we, seats were way, way up.
1: Yep. Cause they have a spiral, uh, whatchamacallit along the right field. We got to the top right as bonds took a pitch and then he clocked the next pitch and you and I were jumping up and down like Seth Rollins had just cashed in at WrestleMania 31. <laughs> That's but right. We didn't even know who Seth Rollins was at the time. So it was kind of similar to that.
0: Yeah. We still had a few years.
1: Yeah. We were like jumping up and down, hugging the crowd was going, you know, the zonkers, but anyways. it was
0: great. That was such a great moment to just be a part of that crowd. I know and witness that it was so awesome.
1: All right, Justin. So you're a football fan. Yep. Hasbro could get starting lineups for football. So let's say they do six in the first series and you can do three legends. You could do three current. You could do all six current. Who would you go with?
2: Before I, d- I do football, I did have three baseball legends that I think would be great. Who's that? Um, go for it, yeah, um, please. Uh, Barry Bonds, Pete Rose, and Rick Vaughn. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: yeah, yes, please, Rick Vaughn. Sun- yes, please.
1: <laughs> Sunset Heart hands to that dude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man, okay. I'm glad you opened that box. <laughs> Major league <laughs> figures. Why have we not gotten them? Oh.
2: It- yeah, that'd be great because before, you know, when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the 2016 NBA championship, <laughs> uh, it was sad because, like, Major League was, like, the height of our uh, sports <laughs> yeah. fandom because, like, yeah. that's the only time, like, we could celebrate. Like, yeah,
0: would the been a film, though. <laughs> Damn it. All
2: but, right, uh, Justin,
1: if you were to go football, what would you go?
2: Okay, if you go football, let's go first with modern I kind of gotta go, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't want to do all quarterbacks. So I was about to say Patrick Mahomes too. Um, uh, you... Ezekiel Elliott. I think it would be a good one.
1: Okay, so that's three.
2: And Josh Allen. That makes three quarterbacks though. That many? I'm trying to think of a good uh running back or actually uh, let's go defensive player.
1: Christian McCaffrey. You could go Jonathan Taylor from
2: Indianapolis. Uh, I'm gonna go bias Miles Garrett.
1: Oh, oh, actually, you know what? You know what? I don't hate that. A defensive end? I don't hate that. I like that. So you throw somebody on the defensive side. I like Mm -hmm. that. Good. That's a good pick.
2: And then I'll go three legends. Walter Payton.
1: Beautiful. Money, yeah.
2: Barry Sanders.
1: Sabo Jackson, Sabo Jackson.
2: Got to be a defensive guy, though. Oh, Ray Lewis. I'm also going to go with uh, a little bit
1: of... Ronnie Lott.
2: No, I'm going to go with my preference. Brian Urlacher.
1: Okay, we'll save that for series eight, but I like where you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> series eight. <laughs> I like where your head's at though. I like where you're going. <laughs> uh, JT, thank you for the question. Hopefully these starting lines, by the way, they did show off a basketball hoop on the starting lineup Instagram
0: page. Yes, they did. Yeah, they're bringing it, man, because that, that initial series of basketball, they did the mail away yep. with starting lineups way back in the day. So it's great to see them bring that back with a modern look. I'm really digging it. I'm excited to see what these things look like. Obviously, they're not going to be anything like what we grew up with, Jeff. Correct. But, you know, they're they're bringing it more modern. And I remember originally when they had talked about G.I. Joe Classifieds, they're going to be six-inch scale. They're going to be new looks. And I was ready to crap all over them, fell in love with them, and I'm still collecting them. So I would love to see starting lineup be able to take something that I have such a fondness for that I grew up with, that, that, that nostalgia love, right? I want to see them be able to to make it better, right? It's going to be blown up, bigger scale. Make me fall in love with starting lineups again, the way GI Joe made me fall in love with their line again. I would love to see them really pay homage to the old lineup brand, bring it into 2022, make it better, make it bigger, but still retain that quality that we
1: fell in love with as kids. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. All right. That needs to round out the show. Justin, I want to thank you for having on. It's been a blast having you on, man.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on. And it's been uh, great to be not only a part of the show, but this entire community since I started partaking in it like a little over two years ago. And yeah, I d- don't regret the thing.
1: Oh, nice, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it, dude. It's a lot of fun running out, collecting these figures, getting them signed and, you know, everything that falls under that banner. So yeah, thanks for being on, Justin. And, you know, you, you found the show and- there
0: wasn't a lot of great that that happened in that moment two years ago, but being able to connect with you and have your submissions every week is easily the best thing that came from that. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. And I'm going to just run over the podcasting buddies real, real quick. We got breaker and Bane's power hour. We got, you know, it's fake, right? and the tb toy cast those were all of brian breaker's projects and side projects we got the positively pro wrestling podcast which i was on talking about the mega mega powers last week and then they also were talking about legends house last week
0: and i'm surprised you didn't say that for the the set you wanted to walk through
1: (laughs) Well, I haven't watched Legends House yet, but I listened, okay. to the, I listened to the PPW podcast, and now I want to watch it, dude. It sounds <laughs> hella fun. Like, they were talking about them going to Vegas, and I was hella laughing, them explaining it. <laughs> Anyways. Also, we got the chick fil show with Sashina and Marco. And Justin, what do you have for the Wrestling Cheers podcast?
2: Uh, this past week, we talked about... Actually, we're in the middle of reviewing three shows from AIW as over... Uh, a particular weekend called the JT lightning invitational tournament weekend. Uh, this past week was the middle show, basically where it's about uh, it's called fresh meat Two, where a bunch of students debuted at this show. So okay. like, people with one or maybe even just debuting, like uh, no matches under their belt. So that was uh, pretty fun to talk about that. And next week we'll be talking about night two where we crowned a new AIW intense champion spoiler who won uh a wrestler who goes by the name of derek dillinger
1: all right i gotta check him out you gotta come out here dude uh, wrestling in the bay area has been a hotbed lately
2: yeah uh, i see some stuff coming out from there from time to time crazy thing like going back to beginning of the show talking about my sister uh when i first found her which like i said was only last year she was actually living in like the la area so i was going to be coming out to california
1: Oh, PWG. And,
2: well, I mean, just coming out in general to California to meet oh. her. <laughs> but uh, when she like moved at the beginning of this year, so I was like, all oh, right, I get to go to San Antonio. I'm like, well, that'll be a little kind of easier for me, but I don't get to go to Cali now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those PWG events get uh, a little rowdy and a lot of fun. So anyways, uh, Justin, thank you. We got RJ over at Reeside Rant. We got Marty and Rucker doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the fake life. He just released a show this past Friday. Go check it out. We got the in the marbles pod with soda and Ethan Scott, which got for drunk wrestling history.
0: Yes. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. We're going to be recording our roast tomorrow night. Wait, you guys are doing another one already? Well, we're recording it. It'll be our like season finale quote unquote. Okay. But that's getting recorded tomorrow night. I think that's coming out like late October, early November. Okay. So super excited about that! I've got uh, some good material. I'm going to run by you, Jeff. Okay, it's always a lot of fun. Some of it is super cringe. That's what I look forward to. <laughs> so stay tuned for that one. But uh, drunk wrestling history on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk, where we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk.
2: I look forward to th- I look forward to that roast. And also, you can follow them on TikTok at wrestling underscore drunk as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, Eddie. With a TikTok. Does he know how to edit and stuff like that? I have no idea.
2: (laughs) I
0: don't know. He's weird. (laughs) You know, Breaker's going to interview him. So
2: he posts show clips, though.
0: Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. We started putting up our FaceTime because we record over FaceTime. Right. And he's been putting that on YouTube and he sends clips to wherever. He's
1: he's a moron. Uh all right. <laughs> and also check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. All these shows can be found on Apple's iTunes. Shh, Scott, roll Going to throw it over to Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Give
0: him a hit up on social media at the Art of Jason Wolf. Custom Hasbro's amazing artwork. He's our artist. He should be yours too. Jason Wolf at the Art of Jason Wolf and Jeff OutsidersBeardCo.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A great bunch of products for your beard. Justin's waxes. Beard. Waxes for Justin's
1: beard Oils for Justin's beard Yes Uh huh
0: All the stuff All the stuff Smells like cookies Looking and smelling Smelling
1: great great For Justin's beard
0: Yes Because Jeff
1: (laughs) Because Justin
0: We don't want your butt hairs
1: Don't want your butt hairs No No it's beard hairs
0: You already screwed it up See
1: Well you said butt hairs
0: (laughs) You're supposed to correct me You're doing the follow along
1: No I'm following you I'm shadowing you I'm like the Mizdal (laughs) Dow. you're doing
0: a great job tonight jeff really oh thank you dude no way phenomenal
2: no way it's got to be your bowl
0: <laughs> because you don't want your beard hair small like your butt hairs outsidersbeardcode.com and jeff that rounds out roll call
1: i want to thank justin for being on again man you've you've been great Is we gotta get you to bed dude it's almost 12 30 out there
2: oh yeah <laughs> oh. he's like
0: yeah send me to bed <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right let's get you to bed dude uh, we can't tuck you in, but if we were there, we would.
2: That would be Marty and Sarah. Love the wrestling.
1: <laughs> ah, there you go. Very good. There's this thing Jeff just learned
0: about called ASMR. You might. Uh, try that.
1: <laughs> I'll send you the ultimate warrior clips. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, Justin, thank you again for being on Scott. Anything else? Stay safe.
0: Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting. And
1: Justin- don't
2: forget to have your Jeff Spader neutered. Oh, <laughs> boom
1: thank you i actually need to get spayed and neutered
2: (laughs) no kids at this
1: age you know what i mean god forbid but (laughs) thank you for the reminder justin i do want to thank everybody for listening to episode three four five hashtag fig life adios
2: Yeah. Fully posable Let's go
1: Jeff and Scott the Tomb Brothers Busting out the ring But we don't take it out the
2: box M.O.C. Happy toy hunting We'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP